All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more.
and trust. When we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, queens. How's it going? Welcome here to your queendom. It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Another 30-minute weekend and fuck. It goes by fast. At least next weekend, there's a three-dayer. Not for me. No, sorry. Sorry, not It's okay. We're all family here. Sorry, not for you, but yeah, for me. No, not for me. I'll be fucking working on Monday. I just said whatever because I haven't worked a holiday, like a minor holiday yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, eh, whatevs. Yeah, Labor Day is usually pretty whatever anyway. Unless there's like a barbecue or a function going on. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's happening this year. So I really wasn't tripping. Get my little coins or whatever. And have some extra moolah for the Do you get time and a half? Yeah. Oh, hell Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I ain't going just to go. I would have been like, I'm actually calling off. Oh, okay. no, it's time and a half a show. Well, that's nice. I need to damn near go tax exempt on that check. <laughs> hey, I need it all. I wish it was a double, a, a triple check month for me. Oh, three that's checks next month in October. I think mine happened in August. No, I think September. Mm-hmm. I have to see. I have to see what it's looking like. But anyway, anyways, how was your weekend? My weekend was really nice. Saturday, Friday, I didn't do anything. Saturday went to, um, an event. A private tea party. A private tea party curated by Lauren of Spice Sugar. We've talked about Spice Sugar here on this show before. Amazing products, but the woman behind the products is even more amazing. Mm-hmm. She curated a beautiful tea party in downtown LA with other beautiful women. It was just such an inspiring, expanding experience. Mm-hmm. That girl has it together, okay? The food was on point, the vibe, the aesthetics, the ambiance, the energy. It was just a nice exchange. I was happy to be a part of it. I, too, was happy. I was like, wow, I'm grateful. Yeah. Someone thought of me to come to something like this. Yeah. Because it it was very exclusive. And like Lauren said, she handpicked all the women that were there hand with her hand. She picked. Okay. (laughs) And it was just a very nice group of people. It was so nice. It was a nice group of people. It seemed like a nice, genuine group of people. You know how sometimes it's already kind of awkward with people. It could potentially be awkward awkward with people that you don't know, women you don't know. Mm -hmm. But then um, sometimes groups of women are just different. And this was like a pleasant group, genuinely pleasant group of women. I agree. So... And there was some real, I, black women just do it for me. I swear. I swear. There was like two physicians there. Yeah. Physician assistants. And I I mean, well, one was a surgeon and one was a PA. And I'm like, just to be surrounded by black excellence, excellence, (laughs) multiple people doing multiple different things. You know, I, I really appreciated that. And I was telling Andres and my mom, because I spoke to them about my experience. And I was like, you know, it's it's rare, very rare that I get to be around other 
like creatives or black women who are not not anything wrong with the nine to five because I do that. But people who are really thriving and in this having so much abundance doing what they love and what they you know, like they're entrepreneur creative endeavors. Mm -hmm. So being around other people and being exposed to things like that and connecting and just like exchanging energy with a different type of group of women was very pleasant. Yeah, that was very pleasant. It was nice. It was perfect, especially since we're in this friendship series. Yeah, it was nice on right on trend. It was had a great time. So thanks, Lauren. So that was Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, and that night I went on a date to, um, what was it? Nick, Nick and Steph's Steakhouse. I love steakhouses. This was my first time going to that one. Y'all do love a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I love, them. love a steakhouse. I love them. This was my first time going to that one though. So it was nice. Mm -hmm. And then today we're going to the, uh, D nice club quarantine concert at the Hollywood bowl. Yeah. It should be fun. Um, this would be my first court, my first concert. Same. My first is this it? Is this it? I mean we went to the selection concert last week. Oh, but like one where I don't know anybody. Like you yeah. know, where I have to be like in the like really amongst other people enjoying and that's usually fun too. Like when you go I, to that's always fun. I love concerts. Yeah, me too. This is the first time that I'm doing the concert like this in such a long time. Yeah. Like being yeah. in the crowd and like exchanging energy with people sitting around you and singing like And the Hollywood Bowl is such a nice place to go to concerts. It is. You get to bring well, depending on the act, you get to bring your own food and your own drinks and, and you're just, outside. You're and outside and people dance. Concert. That's what I'm saying. Like I haven't had that type of vibe right. in so long. Panty. Since so yeah, almost. I mean, damn near like two years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. So I'm ready. Me too. I'm ready. I'm so ready to dance and uh, uh. that's why I have sleeveless shirt on. I have a dress that I'm planning on wearing. I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt. I plan on wearing a dress. Good. Good. It'll be fun. And I tennis. hope it doesn't get too cold tonight. I know, I'm going to have a jacket. Yeah, I too am grabbing my coat. Yeah. So we will tell y'all more about the, the, function, the concert. The concert yeah. slash function. Next week. Next week. Um, But. Anything else with your weekend that you want to share or not? Did something else happen? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, I'm like, shit, I'm nothing asking. else happened. You asked me how my weekend was. My weekend was the same. I didn't do anything on Friday. I shared my experience about Saturday, which was amazing. Chef's kiss. And Sunday, I'm doing the same thing. We'll be at the concert today. So I think that's really it. That's it. But what's not it are the ratings and the reviews. Mm -hmm. So Miss Mamas and Miss Papas. Miss Papas? I mean, Miss... <laughs> Miss Papas. Miss Papas. Okay. We need you all to help us out by leaving a rating and a review. That helps our show tremendously. You just do not understand. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts and you have two seconds, please pause the show and leave a rating and a review. We'll appreciate you greatly for it. We have a goal that we're trying to reach. And I think we have like 180 something. 1,831. So we're about 170, 169 yeah. short. So let's read our review of the week. This one comes from Spelmanite 2016. She says, my Tuesdays belong to the black girl bravado. This is hands down one of my favorite podcasts. I love the perfect balance between the homegirl vibes, the funnies, and the gig show life sis. They always have great topics and do the research needed to make the episode impactful. Shout out to the girls, Germany and Brittany. Love y'all. 
love you we love you thank, thank you so you. much for leaving that amazing we beautiful really, review really appreciate it yes. another way to support our podcast is by joining us over on patreon this is a monetary uh contribution here yeah but it also is a way to ensure that you get more of what you already love so like um, spellmanite said <laughs> if you want impactful episodes if you want bonus content if you want playlists if you want more access to us and understanding the little more uh intricate details of our lives that we can't always share here yeah then you might want to join us over on patreon for sure that's where we'll be yeah we have our girl code episode our bravado bonus that will be up this week yes so it's going to really be a special one yeah and we um, just released our check-in where mm -hmm. we talked about my birthday recap initiating sex and got a little uh <laughs> and also a discipline challenge that we're doing for the month of september i got so. my book oh good so i'm Did ready start it yet or no, no. we're gonna start it in september yeah okay yeah maybe i'll start tomorrow okay yeah so Let we're starting a discipline challenge you guys can feel free to join us if you're over on patreon yeah because we need to get more disciplined and y'all yes. need to be disciplined and going over to patreon so. so let's shout out our patrons of the week we have dana hey dana shay hey shay girl and we have danielle welcome danielle yes welcome it's great to have y'all great to have y'all so so that's the way so. we said way and everything so. so last week's episode um was the first episode of our friendship reloaded series y'all know we love talking about friendship we we're so passionate about it it's the foundation of this show mm -hmm. so we kicked off episode one or the first episode of the series with a conversation about communication styles yes it's very important to understand how your friend needs to receive communication so that your messaging is not lost in translation right it's very important very important yeah so today we're continuing our series and we're talking about friendship ptsd mm -hmm. so if you're wondering about friendship ptsd a lot of us have had to end friendships our friendships have been ended on us right and when shit like that happens we may be skeptical about starting new friendships fearful we just don't know how to even operate in this space because it's like, well, what the hell? Am I bad at friendships? Are friendships not for me? What's going on? So today we want to talk about friendship PTSD, how it affects us, how we can work through it and still build new friendships, mm -hmm. even though some of our past friendships may not have worked out the way that we wanted them to work out. So let's just get straight into this. Let's do it. So we have a couple of articles that we read about friendship PTSD. This term was new to me. I mean, I know what PTSD is, but I never thought to like associate it with friendship, exactly. which honestly, another thing a sidebar is we're not trying to equate friendship PTSD to real life trauma and PTSD no. and not trying to minimize it to where it seems like it's something so frivolous and trivial, trivial. But what we're just saying is that there is there can be trauma related to friendships and our experiences with other women or men that creates blockages or walls and keep us from like operating at our higher selves within friendships. Definitely. So just That's want a disclaimer. Just say that. That. So here's a quote from an article that we read. Um, I responded with a total shutdown. No more vulnerability for me. It was unsafe. New people that entered into my space would be met with limited kindness and would stay outside of an arm's reach. There would be no more sharing and no more deep connection. It certainly wasn't worth the trouble. 
This is someone who has experienced the end of a friendship and now they have internalized it and they are done. Mm -hmm. They are done. Have you ever experienced feelings like this after the end of a friendship? Because this is friendship PTSD. Have you ever felt like, okay, I don't think I can do this again. No. Yeah, you're hopeful. <laughs> I am hopeful. I'm hopeful I am. Um, Y'all know I had a rough ending of friendship that ended abruptly, but I don't think it closed me off to the point where I'm like, I'm never doing that again because I have other friendships that I've also have been nurturing. So it didn't, it didn't feel like I put all my eggs into one basket, mm -hmm. which um, for context, this person had moved. Uh, they're a part of the military. They connected with another person, another military wife. Um, so I feel like it's a, a lot more challenging when you might not have other friendships that you're nurturing. Um, so not haven't. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like if you only have that one friendship and mm -hmm. it ends, it can feel like, you know what? Especially if you're already guarded, like if you already are kind of guarded coming into friendship. I know a lot of women have that narrative like I don't hang out with a bunch of women. I don't trust women. Yeah. I, like if you already have a thing about women and then you lean in and decide to be friends and then the rug is pulled under your feet. Then I could totally see how this situation is might resonate with you. I'm personally always weary of people that say I don't really do women because mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what do you do? <laughs> and why don't you? Right. Because if you feel like you are not capable of sustaining friendships with women, there's something that must be deeper there. And I don't know if I even want to get into it with you because every time I've maybe I haven't heard them say that blatantly like explicitly like i don't do women but you know how sometimes you just observe people's past friendships and you're like why don't you have any long-standing friendships or why are all the people that you talk about from your past and then friendships from your past in a negative way like it mm -hmm. makes me a little skeptical where i'm like are you a dirty bitch or right right like or, they all only have new friendships or relatively new. or like they frequently change which there's nothing wrong with getting new friends like mm -hmm. we all want to have new friends but if it seems like it's a rotating during their friendships like you're not adding you're adding you're eliminating it's like a revolving door of yeah. friendships yeah it makes me skeptical i agree me I personally agree. i don't know too many i don't have too many women in my life who are like i don't do women i mean obviously because they're doing women but i have come across that in the past like like from a distance where people I always see that like this is why I don't hang out with bitches this is why I don't <laughs> kick it with women this is why I don't hang out with girls this is why I don't got no home girls right. like why I seen somebody doing a little doom, 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 the TikTok challenge yeah and she was like why I don't have many women friends because they think I'm too pretty I saw she, that she was like because they niggas be secretly wanting me because I'm the chill one and I don't gotta be extra out I'm like girl no all that that you're naming has some you have some internal work I really was do. feeling the same way when I saw I her like, doing that I'm like that's not cute it's not healthy I'm like girl what I know. How do you think you're the only pretty one? You're like, the only pretty one. Their men secretly want you. It was just giving toxic. I was like, I was just about to say that's a toxic mentality. And I feel like I've definitely been in friendships with women who think like that or they weren't long. They weren't long. <laughs> they didn't last long. But I'm like, this is making me not feel like I can trust you because your thought process is warped. Like, child, what? Like, yeah, her, um, her boyfriend always reaches out to me and like little sneaky shit. And I'm like, you're a sneaky bitch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was giving weird. 
yeah i know that girl i saw that and, and people were like who told you you were pretty they went they started going in on her it got a little nasty i just that that was very bold <laughs> to even do like they think i'm the cutest one i don't gotta be extra i be chilling i'm like if you feel that way just keep it in your head but you the don't thing have to is, do a if whole you TikTok. do feel that way that I, I can see how that can change or affect the way that you show up in friendships which can which can possibly be received negatively mm. like if you think oh my god her boyfriend is always trying to get at me or they think that i'm the prettiest like how are you even operating healthily in that space child no she seemed young too mm. hopefully she grows out of it and it's something that she matures from hopefully because it was giving weird very i'm like girl anywho so you have not had this experience no i've never felt like I was closed. Well, let me really think about this. Have I felt like not completely closed off from friendships? Friendships, not at all. But I'm already um like not the one. I, I compartmentalize friendships. I've said that before on this show. So I think the hesitancy to there's not even really a hesitancy. I was gonna say a he hesitancy to make like a really deep friendship may prevent me from these feelings you know what i'm saying oh because you're already like i'm pretty content with the friendships that i have mm -hmm. but overall no i've never felt like i just could not befriend anybody else because i was scarred by a friendship ending yeah it feels like a, a rad breakup like i can't move forward i can't date any other niggas because i'm just hurt but if you are somebody who's like this sounds like something i'm feeling i'm experiencing it then we just also want to share what causes friendship ptsd so there might be a betrayal of trust which happens bitch you betray me and i'm done with you yeah. i just cut you off and i keep moving yeah i will cut and won't paste your ass back you just won't be your friend you anymore. won't be i will cut you and that is a big one because trust is so fundamental in friendship communication trust the appendability accountability all of those have to be in the friendship and once we remove trust Ugh, then you're an enemy yeah then you're an op it does definitely make them feel Ugh. like an op it definitely makes them feel like an op and how are you friends with an op like really think it think about if i betrayed your trust i know it would definitely hurt our friendship if i was just like <laughs> that's the face you make when you betray trust trust has been betrayed okay I, I would be like oh my god we need to go to counseling because you have betrayed counseling yes bitch let's go why would I you i wonder friends if um do you know any friends that have had to go into therapy no I, I don't think friends i don't do that i think they just be like we're ending this but remember that um episode um black girls heal where she, i wanted to call her sheena not sheena dr joy spoke with no black girls, black girls here sheena. sheena i was talking about dr joy therapy, therapy for, for black girls. girls she talked to her like a friendship coach or a friendship expert and she does have sit sessions with people who had issues yeah okay. that's a big piece so maybe if you and your best homegirl are going through it find a therapist who can sit down it's kind of like a couple's therapy yeah but for friendships i just feel like for most of us we're just would rather we'll be just dispose by. of it before before thinking of investing into therapy after you've been friends with somebody for so long though like us yeah it's counseling like, would be needed especially and also at an, at an older age it's like i want all the people who are my friends to stay my friends right we've put a lot into this 
and I need <laughs> a lot has been we invested. put a lot into it and yeah I mean but I also understand how some some ways that trust has been portrayed is just, betrayed is just unforgivable no definitely definitely like on the best man when he slept with Mia yeah that was wrong I recently watched that I think um maybe a couple months maybe a month or two ago that's something a little hard to that I would not be at once you're now once I you were keegling on my man's asses. dick it's just oh not gonna work oh my god yeah no we cannot i just bread. cannot uh, 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 uh. and honestly more on more on a patreon <laughs> <laughs> more on patreon like, what? this is perfect like... actually because we have the girl code episode that we're going to be recording and i have a story about you know girl code girl code and just that convert just that triggered something in me that i want to talk about but it won't be here it'll be over so there i better come on over to patreon yeah yeah i got some but uh, yeah story certain betrayals of trust i just can't see myself getting over and us being on the same dick is just not, not a vibe not a vibe it's not a vibe i don't want to be on that not same dick as you mm-mm mm-mm and if you snuck over on the mine, oh God, <laughs> a beating will occur. <laughs> so um, another cause of friendship PTSD is getting ghosted. Mm-hmm. Suddenly being cut off by your friend with no explanation. This would hurt me to the core. And that's why my core is still hurt. I know. My core is still hurt. I feel for you because wow. Period. Okay. The Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. I baby. couldn't imagine it. It was tough. I mean, it's still tough. Yeah. She's still grieving. A piece of me wanted to reach out to her a couple weeks ago. And say what? Like, hey. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so, I have not, my grip is loose, right? But there's like a little piece of me that's still holding on. Like, there's like hope. And I don't know why I, maybe it's because I'm hopeful. I don't know. That's normal. Especially, I think it's even more so normal when you're the one who was ghosted. Because you didn't get the closure. So it's like, the part of you that didn't get closure is yearning for something some something it's giving something i need something yeah <laughs> something something i mean i guess the closure Especially, was and then i would be thinking the way my mind would be thinking is you i would be thinking my friend values me and what i gave that they don't want to just completely dispose of me forever like they're going to be reaching out again and that's what i thought i thought it was going to be like a temporary thing but now here we are two three years later I think it's been two years. Yeah. Just before the pandemic, 2019, I think. Yeah. In June, June, July. So two years later, and there has been not a word spoken. Honestly, with you guys, I feel like there's going to be something that happens that triggers one of you all to reach out. And well, hopefully I hope it's not a death bad. or nothing very I know, hopefully nothing intense. bad. But the- I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so because honestly, I don't know what's going on in her life. She doesn't know what's going on in my life. And I don't think I would be the first person that she would call if something happened. Mm-hmm. Like... I need to share this with you. I don't yeah. I don't think so. There's not many there's not other many other milestones that that are happening in her life where we'll be like I have to have you here. I have to share this with you. I need you to know this. So it might just be something that triggers one of you all to reach either one of you all to reach out and then from there it's like, okay, that was petty. Now that so much time has passed. <sighs> I don't know. And you know, I wouldn't and now we've gone it well, this makes this is still you have PTSD from this. I know. I mean, it's not preventing you from starting new friendships, but it definitely triggers. It's the trauma. It's trauma. trauma it's yeah. trauma. It's trauma. Right yeah. There. Trauma. <laughs> trauma. It's trauma right there. Yeah. But yeah. And I do not want to be the person, y'all, who always reaches out. 
I feel like I'm always that person. I'm always like the peacemaker, the olive branch extender. Like, damn, my nigga, extend a branch to me. <laughs> my hands are out. I'm waiting on a branch Father, to they're stretch my hands. <laughs> I'm waiting on a branch to hit my palms. Why do I have to be the one that's like <sighs> casting a fucking? Yeah, <sighs> that's me casting my line. Why? Yeah. Why? It makes. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure, absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today, and it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, 
the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. It's me so angry. I know. It makes me, you want to know why it makes me even more. (laughs) It makes me so angry because I feel like when she did that abruptly, she not only ended our friendship, she ended the relationship that I had with her kids. Yeah, And that pissed me off. I'm like, bruh, you, I have an obligation and a responsibility that I take very seriously being your children's godparents, right? So for you to just be like, yeah, sorry, we're done. It's like, it makes me look like the fraud. I know. Like, it's like, what am I, there's no way for me to establish a relationship with your kids when we don't talk. 
like like a yeah, fucking like i'm a uh, baby it's daddy impossible. they're kids like i'm a baby daddy like i'm gonna pick the kids up okay and it like no if you don't <laughs> and trust it makes it transactional and if you don't want me to be it, it, there's just no way like anything that's happening with your kids i would have to be invited by you because they're so young right now right. it's not like we fell out and they're older and and then even that is weird right then it's like picking and choosing do you yeah, want your it's mom like, there if i'm not talking if the mom can't talk to you why do the kids need to be in cahoots and, but that makes it seem like that when you do that and take that away it makes it seem like that relationship wasn't valuable like me being there for your kids like think about the big picture here we are a tribe we are a community like we're we're family you feel me that's how i felt about it and i don't feel like you could just be like bye and now i'm like now you've let two or th two years go by in these babies lives and you know kids you have to start molding formative, them from formative, young because after hella years pass it's like girl once Who they are you 10 12 11 it's like it don't even matter no more yeah it has to start like no later than like four it has to i've had experience with this four Four, four to five is like that kind of age where they're still open. They still want to, they can still trust you. There's still a bond that can be forged and built that over time, you know, will grow into you guys' own separate relationship. And I'm like, you ruined that for me. You out there, if you ever watch or listen, you ruined it. Damn. She did. I and I cannot believe it. And I have not healed from it. Yeah, and I, I, I want to just let not. it go, but... I don't think you have to just let it go. The way that I handle shit like that, I would still be holding on to it because I. What would you have done? Damn, the bravado. Cried. I mean, tears have already been shed. I, I, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would have done. Honestly, truly, I can't say what I would have done because I haven't had to do it. But I know that I would be really hurt because one, I'm a Venus in Cancer. My Venus was in Cancer, and that's how you love. And with cancers, you already know they're emotional. That's the emotional part of me. That's What's my Venus in? Virgo. I wonder. And <laughs> Maybe I that's wonder. why you can be logical when it's time to cut people off and stuff. Perhaps. Hey, Flex, my Flex my Virgo. Flex my Virgo. Flex it. Flex my You're using Probably. the logic. You're like, it's not working. I can move on. And then Probably. I'm over here on the cancer. I need a Venus Virgo. <laughs> Venus and Virgo. Bitch. Uh. The Venus and cancer makes that part all. Yeah. red turtleneck but anyway yeah. i would just be scarred if that happened to me i'm afraid to and you know what else i'm afraid to reach out because i'm i'm afraid that it'll be not received rejected. or like rejected and then i have to deal with okay we have our new plan in here and do you see them little yeah we have it we're having we are not plant mom <laughs> not in here we're not yeah um but yeah i can't we'll talk about it off air yeah um but i'm scared of that i'm afraid of that that it's going to be like crickets <laughs> radio silence like sorry i moved on from this because she can move on and be like i've actually buried it i don't want to rehash it i don't want to bring it back up i'm done my life has moved on from that yeah is that type of vibe and i'm like so she may have the friendship ptsd as well because even though you may disagree on but it's not about her i'm just kidding <laughs> just... <laughs> even though you may disagree about the friendship ending or why it ended or you don't even understand why for her it needed to end for a reason and she may have some friendship ptsd to where she's just like closed off from friendship at the moment probably yeah and then, then it's gonna make me seem forceful if i'm like talk to me we need to talk i mean at this point i feel like so much time has gone by that if you felt uh 
nudge to reach out. I understand the feelings of hesitancy, like, but I'm just saying, stressful. Also if you wanted to. Then I would be like, hey, miss you, love you, haven't stopped thinking about you, or some shit like that. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not, it's not fair for me to have to do it. Yeah. Come to me because I'm already open. Right. I'm open and I'm ready and I'm waiting. We'll pray on it. Golly, Jesus answer. So <laughs> another cause. Could be the shit is toxic. Yeah. It's abusive. It's not healthy. There's some sort of behavior in the relationship that makes you feel down and out, bad about yourself, or maybe fighting and shit. Like, it's just not healthy. Arguing, constantly disagreeing, misalignment. There's a lot of times where you can feel like, it's wrong. I'm forcing this friendship. It's not a fit. Yeah. Yeah. And then you leave in that. It's, it's hard if that's someone that you've been friends with for a long time where you're noticing, hey, we probably were aligned in the past or growing up and now... We're just different. We're so different that it's noticeable now. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I think it's hard too when people um, feel like they are constantly coming against this issue mm -hmm. and multiple friendships. But often when that happens, I feel like there that's the, the time to take a mirror and look at yourself and see if there's a role that you played. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like once you're the common denominator of a lot of friendships ending, that there has to be some accountability. Yeah. Like, not discrediting what the other person may have been contributing to the friendship, but I feel like there is definitely a pattern when someone constantly finds themselves in the same predicament. Yeah. Like, yeah. bruh. It's probably you. Yeah. Which is why they need to look in the mirror. Cue the Michael Jackson. Man I'm in. Talking to the woman in, in the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking her to change her ways. Message could have been any clearer. Mm -mm. If you want to make the world, if you want to make the friendship a better place, take a look at yourself and then make some change. change. It's simple. Na 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 na. That's the best part of that piece. Yeah, I know. Whoa whoa. Okay. Do you feel like you're a good friend? I know you do, but I think I'm a good friend. Mm. What? What? Do you? Think you're a good friend? Yeah. You're good. She's so good. <laughs> I do think I'm a you're good friend. Good. I think I'm a good friend because I show up for my friends. Um, why else do I think I'm a good friend? Why? I think because I am honest, reliable, trustworthy. <laughs> Seriously. Honest, reliable, trustworthy, loyal. Mm-hmm dependable yeah understanding come on i think those are the things that make me a good friend and present for issues here yes good. how about you do you think you're a good friend i do think i'm a damn what? good friend <laughs> i think i'm a good friend because i am honest trustworthy liable <laughs> i think i'm honest i'm trustworthy i'm dependable i'm accountable i am funny i'm fun Okay, we're going to have a good time. If you're really friends with me, we're having a good time, mm -hmm. period. And I bring the light. I feel like. <laughs> uh, you see, look how light that is. Very oh light. I do bring a lightheartedness to most friendships, most interactions where it's like, you know, it's just fun, a vibe. I live for the fun, y'all. That's it. That's it. 
She does lay for the fun. Bessie. Kayla said that I, I inspire her to keep her shit together. I'm like, oh, good. Yes. Do I? Yeah. Okay. I, what What did she say? She was saying we were talking about, I forgot. If you don't mind we, sharing. No, no. Okay. It wasn't deep. Okay. We were talking about different zodiacs and everything because Kayla um, found out her birth time and I put her in co-stars. So we were getting her like rising and moon and all that. And so what is it? She's a Sagittarius Libra Sag. This girl loves your Libra. <laughs> okay, so was she a Libra moon? Yeah. And I think a Libra rising. I really? Know. Let me see. But anyway, while well, I look that up. So we were just talking about like the different traits of um the of zodiac signs mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was like, Yeah, people talk about Virgos, um, um, like striving for perfection as a bad thing most of the times but i think of that as a good quality and honestly it inspires me to keep my shit together and i'm like thank you for the flowers oh she's um or the rising oh no libra moon libra moon so sag sun sag rising in a libra moon okay cute yeah love a libra so the moon and libra that rules your emotions moods and feelings and this is a sign you most likely think of yourself as cute. Welcome to the game, Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cute. Okay, good. Yeah, I think you're a good friend. I think I'm a good friend, and I think that's why we're good friends to one another. Yeah, Period. and I'm thankful that I haven't had to experience most a lot of friendship PTSD. Again, not saying that I haven't had friendships end, and I'm like, what the hell? But they didn't leave a negative effect on how I view future friendships. Yeah. Same, same and i'm open to friendship right now like we talk about that all the time we were just talking about it on mm-hmm. with saturday's event um i'm always open to like meeting new people and welcoming in new good energy if it's negative get the, get the fuck away it needs to be good yeah and and thinking about saturday that was the first time that we had met lauren in person although it feels like we've known her already sometimes you forget that like oh i've never met you in, in real, real life, life you know, know, like because social media has a way of connecting us and making us feel like we know people. And I was like, man, the new friends that we're looking for are really people that we already know. Like there's a good a good chance that there's space to foster those relationships. Yeah, and when, it's just about nurturing. Them. Yeah. And when we were leaving yesterday, I was leaving. Um, I was like, we she's like, we, we have to do brunch together. And I'm like, Lauren, girl, we need to do multiple things together. There's yeah. so many things to do. Like, yes, brunch, of course. But I'm like, hit the streets with us. Yeah. You know, and just thinking about those times where we could extend an invite. Like, hey. I was thinking that I'm not really an invite extender. <clears throat> I know, but people who we like to hang out with and don't see as much for whatever reason. I think that that's something that we can do. Like we're we're gonna be here this weekend. We love to see you pull up. It'll be a good time if you don't have nothing going on. Easy, mm-hmm. and it takes the pressure off being like, let's go to dinner. Like we don't always got to go to dinner. Welcome to our world. Right. Come into our world. Come into the Barado Cabernet. Welcome <laughs> to Germany and Brittany's Cabernet, Cabernet, where your every wish, what is it, desire, will be fulfilled. Period. So come on in. Um. But yeah. Yeah, I don't want to ever let a sick bitch jade. Me. Wow. So now that we know, I, I too don't either. Yeah. And one almost knocked me off my square. But you're still standing. 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 I'm still standing. standing. 
period sending so now that we have a general understanding of what friendship ptsd is we got to talk about how to overcome it we shall overcome this is what i need in my life what yeah. i need to work towards but i'm pretty sure somebody out there is listening and it's going to resonate with you so first right. thing you got to do come to terms with the end of the relationship this is where i'm still struggling i'm still struggling and 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 with these tools these ones maybe i'll be able to move forward <sighs> this is a hard part because it's like grief mm -hmm. it's like a breakup it's, yeah it's definitely is like a breakup because breakups when you break up with someone they're a unique type of grief because they're still alive but you have to like grieve them like they're dead they're they're present it's hard because it's like i know you're alive mm -hmm. and you ain't thinking about me i know you're alive but for whatever reason we just cannot get on the same page and make what I want to make work. Yeah. So a tip for understanding that it's come to an end is if you were in the wrong, apologize, right? If the friendship is no longer existing because of something you did, extend a sincere apology and then it's over. And if you were the person who were done wrong or maybe the friendship abruptly ended on you and you didn't receive the closure, <laughs> me, then forgive the person for whatever it is that they were going through and experiencing. And I try to keep that in the forefront of my mind is mm -hmm. that I don't really know what brought her to that decision. All I can do is hope that she feels like she made a good decision and allow it to be what it is, you mm -hmm. know, allow there to be some grace in that space for whatever she might've been experiencing. So either apologize and deal with the fact that you probably won't get an apology if you're on the opposite end of that. And, yeah, and then after you do that, then this is where you will have to move on. Mm -hmm. So after you have said what you needed to say or you feel like both parties said what they needed to say, then you got to let things go naturally. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you might not get to say what you feel like needs to be said. That's the part that kills But me. we have to let things go naturally and like maybe you'll feel better like when time has passed to reach out to that friendship or maybe to that friend or they may reach out to you, but for now we have to move on, right? Mm -hmm. In the present, we just have to say, this no longer is working for whatever reason and I have to accept it and then I have to move. Yeah. Because staying in the place of anger, upset, regret, those are the feelings that will contribute to the PTSD because you're like, I mean, I've been scarred. <laughs> I'm already been scarred, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Are you coming to scar me too? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. And then it might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, shit. Take it there then. You know, like yeah. if you're already anticipating someone to do you wrong and then it actually happens. Yeah, I know. Sometimes. It sucks. So after we've accepted, we've moved on. This is where more of the work starts coming. Look inside. Decide what it is. You know, you have to look at yourself, analyze yourself and decide how you're going to make new friends. Right. Look at your own characteristics, what it is that you bring to the table, what in your previous friendship. So do some reflecting what in your previous relationship, friendship, pardon me, went really well or what went really bad. What do you bring to the table? What are you looking for for someone else to bring to the table? We have to start doing the work around healing because now that's what we, we really have to start doing. Healing the feelings. We do. The wounds. Um. And to be and to have a good friend, you have to be to have good friends. You have to be a good friend. Right. So definitely like once you start doing the work to be a better person, 
I believe that you'll start attracting better people as friends. Like it's inevitable. I forgot who we, who we were talking to. Maybe Liz. I don't know. I don't remember. But they were like they um, realized that they needed to be a better friend because they didn't really place a lot of value on friendship. And I think just trying to do better because sometimes friendships do come secondary or last to whatever. But then we wonder why we feel a little empty or why we're yearning for this because they are important. Like human connection, like romantically, platonically, all types of human interaction is important for our existence. So we have to start treating people like they're important. Yeah. Yeah. Treat me like I'm important to you. Please. That's all I'm looking for. Don't treat me stupid because you will be treated stupid. And now we. And don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in a tit for tat with my friend. I just don't. I just want to show up. You show up. We do our thing. And and I'm open to, I think yesterday really was very expansive. Like, honestly, truly, I think it was very expansive and showed me that, like, I am open to, like, new women coming into my life. Like, I always, like, joke or make this whole idea of, like, it's just us, which it'd be us doing a lot of the stuff. But I wouldn't mind if it was, like, more people who we could call up and connect with and have that type of vibe with, which we have. But I'm open to more new yeah different definitely it's essential Mm -hmm. and we um we all desire friendship i know some people like get into the mindset where they're just a loner and them and that's it and that's not healthy like we deserve friendship and sisterhood so whatever work we have to do to make sure we can acquire that we should do it i agree i agree period we're all healing and getting fuck through friendship things. friendship PTSD. Fuck it. And fuck the people that hurt us. You will not keep us in the hurt. We will rise and make new friendships and they will be healthy. They will be fulfilling. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Period. It's happening. So now it's time to pick, pick up, up your pen. We're, We're dropping, dropping a gem. gem. So this week, the gem is class pass. Yes, my own. So I mentioned, I don't know if it was on a check-in or where it was, but I'm telling y'all here now, um, I have been struggling to get back into the actual gym. And since moving and relocating, I haven't gotten into a routine of fitness or working out and doing a a thing that makes me feel strong and good about my outside body my physical so to try to combat that I was like what can I do to just build up a little bit of momentum because all we have to do is build a little momentum and then we just stay on that path and we'll hopefully get to our destination so then I'm like I need to probably take some classes or like let me find something that's that I don't feel okay back backtrack a little bit sometimes i feel like with the gym i have to set a set schedule like this is the only way it's going to happen right going monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday or whatever the schedule is going to be and i needed to release that feeling of like um what am i trying to say that feeling of like it's not commitment but I guess if that had to be the word like trying to commit to this and then falling short and then being like I can't go at all whereas class pass I was like let me just sign up for a class for the week like that's it just one day for the week and then I'll see how I feel so I started 
using ClassPass. I've taken a bunch of different classes that, of exercises and things that maybe I'm interested in or I wouldn't mind trying. Pilates. Pilates was the first. Cycling. We took like a butt sculpting class, which was cool. But essentially, ClassPass gives you the opportunity to take a multitude of classes at a lot of different studios. They have wellness, fitness, beauty, like ac acupuncture, nails, brow yeah, lamination. acupuncture. I'm like, I want to try that. It's a lot of credits. Oh, really? It takes this. Like 30 credits. Okay. Yeah, you might as well but just go group just go, on it, right, group right, right, on right, right. it. But essentially, it's like a group on for fitness classes. You get to drop in on these classes and take them at a way lower price than you would if you were just dropping in without class pass. So you get the first 14 days for free. Try it out. See if there's enough classes in your neighborhood to make it valuable and worth it or things that you really want to do. And if you do, then sign up for a membership. There you go. It's really easy. Class pass. We will put the link in the show notes. Yeah. So you can check it out and try it out. And hopefully y'all love it because I've been liking it. Yeah. I need to sign up for some more classes for next week. I've been liking it. And your credits roll over. If you don't use it or you find it, you don't. You know, you didn't use it this month. It was a busy month. The credits will roll over. You can stop the membership if you want. Another thing, though, that I don't like is if you find a studio or something that you really, really like and you find yourself signing up often. You can only go a certain amount of time. No, it's not that you have to. You can only go a certain amount of times. They're going to charge you more, more credits to go to the classes. So whereas you first signed up, it might have been like five or six credits. Mm -hmm. The more frequently you go, it's probably going to cost 10 credits because they're going to see, oh, you really like coming here. Yeah, they and they don't want to get finessed. They're not exactly. They're not going to get finessed. But these studios, y'all, these boutique studios with little like specialized activities, like cy indoor cycling or Pilates, be dumbass expensive. Yeah, like three hundred a month, girl. And I'm like, uh, -uh class pass me. Pilates. So until I decide to get back in the gym, which I really need to do, I need to because there's really no. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to the results that you're going to get going into the gym. And, and I know that I, with my body, I need to weight lift. Wait, weight same. lift. And it needs to be some heavy lifting. Same. So and sculpt. class can get a little expensive. My body, girl, yeah. makes the fellas go. The way you ride it, girl. <laughs> okay, y'all. That's it for this week. We will chat with you all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.